0: What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I am, well, first of all, I got myself a standing microphone, so if you're watching on YouTube, it's going to be a lot less painful. Now, without me adjusting the microphone, because I've got my trusty little stand, I don't have to clip on my desk one to anywhere, and maybe we'll return back to my bed in a few weeks because honestly I like that. I I thoroughly enjoyed recording from my bed. Anyway, I am dressed in head to toe Petula right now. Well, technically head to ankle because I don't I don't got socks on. I'm not going to lie. I'm going barefoot right now. But the reason why is well there's two reasons. One, this feels good. Sweatshirt set, like the sweatshirt and the sweatpants is just the most comfortable thing that I've ever put on my body, and I can't stop wearing it, Two, Patula is coming out with a new launch this week, and I'm so, 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 so excited for it. Petula is doing a collab with the Sweeney's, so there's, I mean, their style is phenomenal if you just check them out on, on Instagram and whatnot, but, um, <laughs> Okay, see, I'm still fiddling with my microphone here. Anyway, their stuff is releasing later this week. I want to say it's Thursday, but I could be wrong. It's either Thursday or Saturday. Maybe it's Saturday. Uh, I'll get back to you with the details. Uh, but I wanted to wear the little hat because the set that I have is in the wash because I worked hot yoga this week, and we know how that goes. But point is I'm I'm, I'm very excited. And I love, I love buying athletic clothes or like athleisure, or whatever the young kids call it these days, because I will wear it everywhere. I'll wear it to the gym, yes, but I will wear it to run. I will wear it everywhere besides the bar and work. And sometimes I even wear it at work. I just can't get away with the leggings. But I've worn a, I've definitely worn a, I've worn, I've worn my patula dress. Definitely at work and the ribbed tank top. Okay, I'm getting off topic. Anyway, how was my week? Um, I had something very unfortunate happen to me yesterday. I, I basically had like one of the most embarrassing things that could happen to you happen yesterday, but I played it off real cool and I don't think that many people saw me. So that's okay. I was at the movie theater because I went back to see the Error movie again. And it will not be my last time. Don't judge me. I don't want to talk about it. That's not the point of the story. Anyway, so I, I get into my seat and my seat doesn't recline. Like me and I was sitting with my sister next to me. Our seats didn't recline. So I'm like, well, that's a bummer, but whatever. So I curl up into my little ball. I'm like, and I'm like sweating. I was wearing, I was wearing sweatpants. I was actually wearing these sweatpants, the feel good ones, and they're freshly washed. Don't worry, but we'll get to that. So I'm sitting in a sweatshirt and sweatpants, and I'm like hot. And it's a long, it's like a two and a half hour show. So the whole time I'm like sweating, and then we finally get up, it's over. And I kind of like go to like flatten out my pants behind me, and it's like, like almost like dampish. So I'm like, "Oh my god. I think I like I think my pants, the my gray pants are showing my sweat." So I walk out of the theater. And then we're in the lobby, we're about to walk out of the actual movie theater building. And I say to my dad, cuz my dad came with us, okay? It's cool to go to the movies with your parents. I don't want to hear it. I said to my dad, "It was hot in there." And he was like, "Really?" was it? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think I sweat. And then I go and I actually go to look to see if there's a sweat stain. It's just brown. It's My, hope, my pants are just brown. And I'm like, fucking shit. I must have, we got into the movie theater and the previews had already started. So it was like the lights were dimmed. I must have sat in someone's fucking snow cap or Eminem, and because I'm sweating to goddamn death, that my ass melted that thing. Whatever it was, so I fully like take a look, and my entire ass, the middle, both cheeks, is just covered in chocolate, and it looks like I, it looks like I shit my pants. It it. Looks like I sat in shit or my pants and I'm not going to lie. I didn't smell it to confirm that it was chocolate, but that's just a story that I'm going with. So now I'm like, fuck. And a little bit, I was wearing a white sweatshirt too. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to pull this down over my butt because it's going to get on the white sweatshirt. So I just, I I just hightailed it out of there. And then my dad was like, do you want me to wash it? And I was like, no, I'm going home. Like, I'm going home. I can't, this game over for me. My ass is covered in chocolate. I got to go home. That's it. And then I was thinking about it today as I, was, as I was writing my notes out to write this podcast. And I'm like, what? Like, that's got to be one of the most embarrassing things. I rather, I rather fall and eat shit in, in public. Like, I rather fall. Then walk around a bunch of people with brown stains on my butt. Because you, like, listen, falling is human nature. We all take a tumble every once in a while. Odds are, like, it happens so quick, nobody can whip out a camera. Shitting in your pants is not human nature. And because I had to walk out of the theater with chocolate on my butt, I'm good. Somebody had to have taken a picture. It didn't go undetected. Let's just say that. Somebody definitely noticed it. And I guarantee that it's on somebody's camera roll or set in someone's Snapchat right now. But the good news is that I used spray and wash on it and then threw it in the washing machine. And not going to lie, I got a little nervous when I took it out of the dryer. It was kind of one of those like, okay, one, two, three, take a look. Moments, and the chocolate was gone. Thank God, because like I said, these are my favorite pair of sweatpants, and I would be truly and honestly devastated if the brown ass stain didn't come out of it. Okay, God. So yeah, that's, other than that, you know, Eris' tour can't be being great, great time, but I, uh, I'll probably go to a different movie theater for... A little bit. If I go back to see it, I'm gonna go to a different movie theater because I'm, I'm embarrassed. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, so I was thinking this week because I needed to order hangers for my closet. You, you guys can't see this right now if you're watching on YouTube, but underneath me is just a pile of clothes and it's really, really bothering the shit out of me. I try to keep my room as neat and organized as possible when I am not home during the week because I literally get home at like 7.30, eat dinner, shower, work for an hour and a half and then go back to bed. Shit goes awry. But on the weekends, I make it a point. I try and clean up my desk, vacuum. I don't vacuum every weekend. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to do it today. I promise make my bed. I, I just make sure everything's neat and organized. And this pile of clothes is bothering the shit out of me, but that's not the point. Point is I need, I need some more hangers. That's why they're on the ground. I just don't have enough hangers. And because I got my closet done recently, which I think, I think I told you guys about, but it's just, it's not really, it's not really relevant, I guess. Um, but I, I got my, where was I even going with this story? Okay. I think I have undiagnosed ADHD, and I'm not saying that in a joking way. Anyway, I got my closet redone recently, and I switched over to all velvet hangers because I kind of had a mix before. It looks nice, um, but they also prevent slipping, and I got a, the plastic hangers aren't doing it anymore, so I had to order more, and I'm in, I'm in my office, it's my lunch break, talking to Tamara, as I do. And she's like, oh, you should order it on Timu. And I see these Timu ads everywhere. Like, you guys know that I'm an avid Candy Crush player. Side note, I think I should keep a tally of how many times I talk about Candy Crush on this podcast. But whatever, no shame, okay? I play it before I go to bed. Sue me. I see Timu ads all the time and it just looks ridiculous. Like they have shirts that are like, my girlfriend is the best and she'll beat you up, blah, blah, blah. Like just like the stupid shit or whatever. So I'm like, ew, what is this crap? And then my dad's been going on like these Timu hauls. Like he's been going on these sprees. Like Chloe has like a million different costumes right now. Um, But I know this stuff's good because I've seen it. But- it's so cheap. I'm like, mm, this can't be, the, the the labor behind this cannot possibly be good. But anyway, I'm like, you know what? I'm balling on a budget. I've been spending a lot of money. If I can cut a few dollars right now, I'll cut a few dollars. So Tamara's telling me they have really good deals, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, but they only have an app. You, you can't use a desktop. And my immediate reaction was like, oh, no, I don't want to download an app. And then, this, and then this is what I really want to talk to you guys about. I, it made me realize I will go to such great lengths to not download an app if I can view like whatever I need on the browser instead. Like the amount of times that I'm on Pinterest, because I go on Pinterest on my desktop a lot, but I often save nail inspiration, which if you don't do, I would recommend doing, by the way. But I save my little nail inspiration, and then I pull up to the uh, nail salon, and I go to pull it up on my browser, and it's like, download the app. It's a much better exp- like user interface, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm not downloading the app. I I don't know what it is. It took me forever to download the Gmail app. Like you don't, you guys don't understand how long it took me to download the Gmail app. I still oh, and the Google Drive app. I it, I avoided that for so long, and I don't know like what my problem is. I think part of it is just like I'm like oh the st- I'm not going to waste my storage on this stupid app, or like where like you add another page to my home screen, something like that. Sorry, my nose is a little runny. Um, but when in reality, I'm pretty sure my phone has like 256. Gigabytes of storage, and it's only halfway full, so it's not that big of a deal for me to download the app. But for some reason, I just have this like firm stance against downloading apps that I could just go on the internet for. Ah, uh, I can't explain it. Am I? And am I? I needed to bring that up. Because I want to know if I'm the only one who thinks this way, or if there's other people out there that do the same thing. I don't know what it is, but I felt, I felt real crazy this week. So I don't know, shoot me a DM. I love talking to you guys and hearing about like your opinions on the things that I talk about. So please let me know if I'm just a lazy loony tune. Or if y'all think the same way. I don't know. That was a very, that was a very long way of telling a simple or, or coming to a simple fact, but, or a statement, but whatever. Um, last things that I wanted to talk to you guys about Well, 1989 comes out this week. So who's excited? Okay. Me. Okay. Okay. That's all I had to say about that. Um, oh, you know what I did that was fun this week? I, DIY'd a pair of jeans. Okay, so I've been stocking up on fit jeans lately. Which, by the way, I think they have a sale coming soon. So I would pay. I would keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, but I had a pair of like plain, light flare jeans, and I'm like, mm, I just I feel like I have so many of the same pairs, like or similar pairs. What can I do? So I I hop on Pinterest, as I do. And it got me thinking, you know, and I kind of just took from, like, other ideas I saw use it as inspiration. And I had the video up on my Instagram and my TikTok. But I cut the pockets out. Super, super easy. I I just, like, kind of folded it, created a little incision, then unfolded it and cut the border out. And then I put these little adhesive pearls around the borderline of the pocket. Now they're super cute and trendy. And... They're also sitting and standing jeans. That's so, that is so exciting. I didn't even think about that till right now. What I love about fit jeans is that they are sitting and standing jeans. Like I can wear them all day at work and be so comfortable, but I could also stand up in them and there's no gap in the waist. It fits my butt, it fits my thighs and it fits my waist and I love it and it's perfect. So now I like to wear funky jeans when I go out to the bar. You know, I don't know. I like to I like to dress a little eccentric, a little different. So now I'm gonna have this sick ass pair of jeans that are comfortable. And that is very exciting. Wow. Look at that. Um, yeah, you guys should stock up honestly on the sale and do the same thing. Cause they if fit jeans doesn't sell anything fancy, like like they're not selling like uh Jeans with stars on them, or like half bleached. jeans. you know what I mean? Like the trendy stuff that you could get elsewhere. They're just standard, like no designs. So fuck it, make your own. Make your own. Why not? Um. But no, the last thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is I had a teeny tiny minor air quote injury this week, if you will. It it's not like a real injury. That's why I said air quotes, but. Um, I, I kind of noticed, I started to notice it last week and then it really kicked in this week. Something was, was up with my left bicep, like doing curls and pull motions just kind of bothered me. Um, and it was getting worse this, like earlier this week I did a shoulder day and it was kind of bothering me. And then my, my day after shoulders is pull and I had to stop my pull workout. Cause I was like, all right, this is not this does not feel right. So um luckily for me, the gym that I go to, John the lovely owner, is a chiropractor, so he's well adversed in sports medicine and all that kind of stuff. So I shoot him a text and I say, Help. I'm dying and I just don't know what to do. No, I'm kidding. I I was like, hey, I have a I have like this weird pain going on. It felt kind of like a radiating pain and it was started in my delt and then went down to my bicep. And then my fingers, like my hands were kind of numb. So he was like, all right, I'll check you out, do whatever. I didn't eat like, as soon as he pressed down, like he was like, are your traps sore by any chance? And I was like, yeah, actually my traps were like rock solid right now. Until he pressed down on like whatever part of my trap it was, I was like, oh my God. I did not realize how effed up my trap was until he pressed on it. And I was like, Jesus. Oh my God. So he did a full little workup, like stretched it out. And just a little side note, there is nothing like getting a massage done on a sore or tight muscle. There... That is a feeling that I am thankful for. Like, there is no better feeling than getting a knot rubbed out of you and just knowing you're going to feel so much more relieved after. But anyway, we did some stretches and whatnot, and then he was like, can I do the stim glove on you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've done stim before. I've been to the chiropractor. I know all about that. And he's like, well, no, you probably had the stim patches on you and I'm like yeah isn't that we're talking about and he's like oh no 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 so I'm like oh well what are we talking about and I've seen him like with this machine I just thought it was regular stim I'm not gonna lie it's never been me on that bench so I'm not really paying too much attention so he says I have this glove and I put the glove on and and kind of like massage the muscle with the stim glove on. So I said, oh, well, that sounds intriguing. But let me ask you a question just because my mind is curious. What's the difference between this and the regular stim pads on the machine? And he had an answer. So I'll share it with you guys just so you know. The stim, regular stim machine that you'll get at like a physical therapist or chiropractor's office is more for pain management and like relieving pain. The stim glove, it's a literal glove that he puts on his hand. and then like he put like put his hand on my trap and was like moving around, like moving his hand around. Um, that sounds like like I don't know why this conversation sounds wildly inappropriate, but I promise that it was just a very normal chiropractor thing, okay? Um I just don't like the way that I I don't know. We'll get over it, Liz. Anyway, the stim glove is more for muscle recovery, which will then lead to pain relief. So because he's working the muscle with the stim, it's different than the stim just sitting there. So I'm like, all right, buddy, go for it. And he's like, all right, you might feel like a little jump. And I'm like, yeah, I I felt that before. When I used to go to acupuncture, she used to put needles in my traps. And sometimes my traps would trigger because these babies are always just – rock solid for no reason, um, but they would trigger. So if you've never had a muscle trigger before, it literally jumps. It feels like there's a frog inside your skin and it jumps. It's quite, it's quite alarming the first time if you don't know like it's going to happen. Um, so I expected it. I was ready for it. But let me tell you, my trap was bouncing around like a goddamn bowl of popcorn kernels like a little jelly, like, like a bag of jelly beans. Holy shit. That thing was like, pow, 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 like just j- jumping around, losing its goddamn mind, literally like kernels in the microwave. Um, and I was a little bit sore afterwards, but it freaking worked. Like, you know how normally, like, I don't know, you got like a knot or something like that and it was bothering my whole shoulder. I like immediately felt relief. I'm not at 100% right now. I took Friday off, um, which is normally an upper body today. And I did some upper body today, but I took it very, very light. Just testing the waters and like pull-ups still bothered me. and My shoulder was starting to bother me at the end, so I just cut it quits. But my my trap, like there's, wow, I'm like, I'm like touching it right now, even compared to the other side. I've never felt my trap so free right now. I've never felt it that intense, if that's a word. Overall, great experience, but I wanted to tell you that also too because I'm very much a person that's like I'll go crazy without the gym. So if it ain't broke, I'm gonna still go. But I knew that something was not right. It, and I knew I I I knew that. If I didn't take a rest and I didn't look into fixing the problem, it wasn't going to go away and it was going to make things worse. So I bit the bullet, took a day off, took some rest, um, or took a few days off from upper body. I'm probably going to go light this week just to test the waters. It's so much better to to use this approach than power through it. But there are some things, you know, like if, if you – roll your ankle over the weekend and then it's fine on Monday. Like, like you have to know your body is what I'm saying and know when to stop being a bitch for lack of better terms and get your ass in the gym and then when to tone it down and like, all right, buddy, this is too far gone. Like, we need to take some rest, you know? Anyway, though, I do want to get started and jump into this week's episode. We do have a great interview this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, But let's get started with this week's weekly highlights. All right. So let's jump into some highlights for the week. My health and fitness related highlight honestly happened this morning. I was in a Sunday morning hot yoga class. Like how how much more rejuvenating can it get? But I whipped out in the middle of this practice. I whipped out mother freaking bird of paradise and a good one. Okay. And if you're not familiar with what a bar- bird of paradise is, first off, I only learned how to do this like three weeks ago. And I think I've actually got into it once in my living room, a bird of paradise. Oh, gosh, how do I explain this without the visual? You're, you guys are going to have to look it up, but basically you, you start in a an extended side angle. So picture like Warrior Two, but then you drop the hand in the front and you wrap it under your leg and then you wrap the other hand behind your back. So you're binded around your leg. Same using my left leg. I'll have my left hand under my left thigh. My right hand catches it behind my back. And then I hop forward so my feet are parallel. Keeping that bind, I bring my knee up to my chest and then extend my leg. That sounds bananas, right? So I whipped this out, out of freaking nowhere today. She had said, um, well, we were doing both sides. So we did the first side. And she was like, you could stay in your side angle bind. Or if you have a bird of paradise, go for it. And I was like, ah, not feeling it. Like, I don't really want to take a tumble in this class right now. And we go to the second side. And I was like, yo, fuck it. I got this shit, and I whipped it out. I'd never been in this girl's class before, and she just like looked at me and was like, nice. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Um, and no, I'm just kidding, I didn't say anything because I was in the middle of dying in the class. Um, and then the class ended and the guy next to me was like, nice bird of paradise. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate that, and his comment made my day because I, I really just whipped that one out of nowhere and I was freaking proud of myself. So that's my that's my uh, health and fitness related weekly highlight. Let's see, what is my non-health and, oh, you know what my non-health and fitness related highlight is? I started a new book and it's one of those that I can't put down, okay? Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love Everything I've read by her. And when I say everything, I've only read two. Okay. I've only read Daisy Jones and the Six and um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but they were both books that I couldn't put down. Like Evelyn Hugo, I think I read in 24 hours in Costa Rica because I couldn't stop. I I couldn't put it down. And I was on vacation, so I had the time. Um, So far, I am addicted I love a book that keeps me up because like I just can't like it's almost like I'm 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 speeding through the words because I just want to keep reading and then I'm like slow it down slow it down. So if you're into realistic fiction, I would definitely check her out. Um, And what I really like about her is that all of her books link together but aren't about each other. You know, like like they're not sequels. It's not a series. But they all operate in the same universe, if that makes sense. Kind of like kind of like the whole Marvel thing. Um, like this book, the main character is the daughter of this guy named Mick. And Mick was brought up in Evelyn Hugo. Okay. You see where I'm going? And they also brought up, like they mentioned a the name of somebody in Daisy Jones and the Six. It's great. It's great. Because I love all those books. So hearing the characters' names again, I'm like, hell Yeah. I freaking love this shit. Um, so, yeah, pick up a freaking book today and, and and have it be that one. You will not regret it. But those are my weekly highlights. That's, yeah, that's all there is to it. All right, I wanted to have a quick discussion before this week's interview. And I wanted that discussion to be a myth, a myth buster, a myth squasher. I wanted to talk to you guys about the difference between cardio and weight training and is one better is what, what does that even mean? You know, I get a lot of questions that say like, which one's better, which, or which one's better for fat loss. And I want you to clean out your ears and get ready, get a notepad if you need to write this down, but I ain't lying w- with what I'm about to say. Um y- <sighs> The truth is that if you want to lose weight, it's – you. I mean, regardless of what your goal is, I should say, a combination of both cardio and weightlifting, like resistance training, is, in, is optimal to have. So I think the reason why a lot of people associate cardio with fat loss is because your heart rate gets higher. When your heart rate gets higher, just so you know, you burn more calories. The, higher, the faster your heart is pumping, the more calories you're burning. So people think, oh, why waste an hour weightlifting when I could spend an hour on the bike or something like that. But you're not going to – you don't grow muscle with cardio. Really, cardio, vascu, Cardiovascular exercise exercises your heart. OK, that's why it's called cardio, because it exercises your cardiovascular system. Whereas resistance training exercises whatever muscle group you're targeting. And that's why a combination of both is optimal, regardless if you're trying to lose weight or gain weight. You might switch up the ratios. You know, when I'm in bulking, I, I kind of dial down the intensity of my cardio, but I still walk. I keep Some sort of low intensity cardio in my workout plan because I want to take care of my freaking health and have some sort of endurance. Um, and if your goal is to lose weight, I'll say, you know, let's up it. Let's let's up the intensity and stuff because the higher the intensity, the higher your heart rate, the more calories burned. Right? So those that's really the main difference between the two. And I feel like a lot of girls have it in their head like like, like we've all been through a cardio bunny phase. I've been through it too. I didn't like it. I didn't love cardio. But I hated the way my stomach looked. So I was like, let me get my ass on a elliptical every day and do five miles on the elliptical. What did that do to me when I wasn't doing any resistance training and taking care of my diet? It didn't do shit. I'll tell you that. So... I wouldn't say one is better than the other because they're different things. Resistance training builds your muscles. Cardio training strengthens your heart. You get what I'm saying here? And then what kills me is the people who are are only on the treadmill and then they're like, I want a fat ass. And I'm like, well, Are you eating enough protein? Are you exercising your glutes? Or are you just biking all day, every day? And then I have people who refuse to do cardio because they're like, I'm not gonna run because I'm gonna lose my ass. That's also not true. If you're eating enough protein and you're you're working out your glutes the way that you should do, a run two or three times a week is not gonna make you lose your ass. It's not. Okay, I promise you. If you just run and you don't resistance train and your diet is not matching your physique goals, then yeah, you're 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 going to go pancake. But long story short, the two should be used in tandem. They should supplement each other or one should supplement the other. One is not better than the other because they're different. And I want you to remember that because there's a lot of Screwed up information that goes out in this world, but that's something that I'd like for you to remember. Okay, that's my short little that's my short little tidbit. I didn't want to flood you guys with too much information since we have a funzy little interview today, but write that down, remember it, and I swear to God, don't ask me on it because I said it right here. That was mean. I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> All right, everyone I'm here with a very special guest today. I am joined by Greg Barakabe. How are you Greg? And did I say that right? even though you, you did, just
1: you did. That. yes yes okay. Babe is perfect. I am doing great and yeah
0: perfect. Well we were just chatting before um, before we started recording here and you were telling me about how you you rolled your ankle right before yeah.
1: this so <laughs> uh, yeah i'll run you through it yeah i skateboarding happens even coach even told me to lay off the skateboarding for a bit but i was just cruising around and it's it's funny it's always like the smaller things i end up hurting myself on because i'll do crazy stuff on the skateboard and just we'll be fine but one small dumb thing i did it's it's basically like tripping and i happened to just roll my ankle that way so yeah there's that because it's funny same time last year i was in a boot for the same reason i rolled my ankles a grade two high ankle sprain we had an X-ray and we're fine. So right now, let's go see how it feels in the morning.
0: Okay. Ooh, so did you get X-rays today?
1: No, I, no. You just you just know what it is because <laughs> I, I know, know how it feels because I roll ankles like every, all every year yeah. or anything really. I'm used to it, and I have a boot in my car already, so no need to worry.
0: There you go. You're fine then. Um, <laughs> but, but you are, you are relatively close to your first powerlifting competition too. Which I've been watching you deadlift on social media for like the past year now or so, and your weights are crazy. <laughs> like yeah. I just look at them and I'm like, "What?" Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm deadlift. built to deadlift. I'm like, "You." I'm not really a deadlift specialist in terms of like the huge weight, but like my leverage is since I'm very long limbed. Okay. I'm I'm built to deadlift because I could the lockout is a lot easier because my arms are already at my knees. Right you know Damn.
0: so did you have you competed like have you done bodybuilding or anything before or this no just, first
1: ever yeah first ever thing I've been prepping for the past I would say six months now just for this powerlifting meeting
0: <laughs> well hopefully yeah. your ankle's
1: okay for it
0: yeah, what does that look like like what is prep for a uh powerlifting competition um like, it's, my it's my first one, it.
1: My first real like like being in the powerlifting because I always like to deadlift and then yeah I and then I did since I hit 100k on TikTok back in January. I was like, all right, what is well get well now I'm at 350k on TikTok now. <laughs> but yeah, once I hit 100k on TikTok, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start prepping for a paladin meet for fun. Okay. And I got Tom, so we started up around then. And then it just we just training. He got my he got my right and everything. I added 100 pounds to my deadlift. Wow, like 90 pounds to my squat, and we're just about the bench is clicking just as much too as wow. as someone who's a deadlift specialist. They or built like one, we have really long arms and that actually takes away from the bench. The bench press, yeah. We're pressing in 300s now, which is good. So, all because of, when you get a coach as a or any beginner palliator, once you get a coach and you lock in, it just like, every, your numbers will just go up because the tech is perfect and you know, they know what they're doing. And yeah, now it was great. All I did was, it was just like, they, they say there's like peak weeks and all this fun stuff. I don't right. know, it's, it's probably in terms are all these fun things. Like, oh, deloads. There's like, you'll do like usually a block, which is like usually six weeks where you like slowly work in your number numbers, like you work in the tech and then you just, they say you get RPE sevens, RPE eights, all that. Yeah. That was all what we did for a good okay. three months. of just like figuring out where our numbers are at. So it's mostly
0: our- like mostly focused on the training, not really like so much on the nutrition or you? Like- no,
1: he just told me to eat a lot.
0: <laughs> okay, that I mean, that checks out.
1: Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a noodle, so I, I had to put on some pounds. I was like 173 at one point, and I was eating like sub-1800 calories a day just because I never mm-hmm. actually thought of it. I know it was bad. It was actually really bad. So I That's started – surprising
0: for guys. I feel like guys are just always eating all the time.
1: <laughs> me, I was the opposite. I just never wanted to eat. Like I would – for the past like four years, I would go on an empty stomach in the gym, and I wouldn't have my first meal until like 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock every
0: day. Oh, my God. I can't function that way. I would be so mean to everybody and probably <laughs> pass out.
1: But now I've been forcing myself to at least get something in me in the morning every time before I lift.
0: Wow. Um. So what got you, what got you into weightlifting? Is this something like, have you always been active? Because you, you said you, you skateboard, you surf, obviously you've been doing that for a while. Why weight training?
1: Um. So yeah, it's, I, so I'm, let's see. What is it? What is it? What is it? So I didn't really lift that much. I was just always, I like did sports. I like wrestled and played basketball and stuff and wrestling kind of got me into like the whole, like being physical. Mm -hmm. So then I was, and then I was just my senior year. I was just a surfer. I just surfed all the time. And I was like, all right, I got to do something. So I started to get in the gym. So 2015 June is when I first got my, my gym membership. And I just started loving it. Like I put on 30 pounds, like in the first like three months, there was newbie gains, as you call it, because yeah, I got really gains. serious into it at the time. And then I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, this is awesome. And then I just, yeah, I just started training every day. Just became then, part of like the routine. Just yeah, it became a hobby, yeah. just like how I was skating and surfing is a hobby. That became another one of my hobbies where I just had to go to the gym all the time.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel too. It was for me. It was like once I started to see just like a little bit of gains, I was like, I like this a lot. Like yeah, gonna, like there's biceps. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So one, I think like one roadblock that stops a lot of people from going to the gym is they don't know where to begin and where to start. And 2015 was before people were on Instagram posting videos of themselves working out and stuff. So when you first got your gym membership, if you could think back like eight years and you stepped in that gym, how did you know what to do or what, or did you
1: not know what to do? Do you just Um, around? Well, there's a base from like wrestling I oh, had those like these preseason like workouts so I kind of had okay. a different but I came my brother was really big into lifting and he he actually just when I first signed up for this gym just for the first two weeks it was just me and him training and stuff nice. and then eventually like I was just like the one night where I just came across all the YouTube videos and it's just like down <laughs> the line like, Z, like Z's and all that Arnold and I was like oh yep. this is awesome so I I took every single thing from like all these videos and just Figured out like a workout routine because then I started going by myself. And then I was like, all right, here I now. I just train, train, train.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to go with my dad. Like I got started and now, now I'm teaching my dad how to do things in the gym, which is, which is funny. But yeah, because yeah, we, I, we both started before, before people like us were on Instagram posting yeah, exactly
1: what they just do. You, really, yeah, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like that six pack six pack abs guy. I don't know his name.
0: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I would download I would I was such a typical like high school girl. I would screenshot pictures I saw on like Pinterest or whatever of like 30 day ab challenge or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, this is it. Like this is going to be it." And then I would do like 5 days of it and be like, "No, this isn't it." <laughs> and give up. Yeah. And do that cycle for a while. Um so what what made you then start on social media?
1: Surprisingly, I last year, today, I probably had like a thousand followers. I wasn't really. Okay. This happened all within a year. Okay. So like, how? Because you have a so,
0: shit ton of followers
1: now. Like 260,000. We're pushing mm-hmm. 270 right now. Um, Like this, like the whole thing was crazy, actually, because I started GBAT Fit as a parody meme account. Oh, geez. Just to like make fun <laughs> of his accounts. I, it was as mean as that sound just to make it like almost like bro science style videos but like right. it just ended up being anything so i just yeah. i just used it as a meme page if you scroll yeah. down far enough you're just gonna find a bunch of gym memes fitness I'm memes gonna, that i'm gonna scroll know. down far enough and nobody and it was it was just for my friends because it was all my friends that, like i had 300 followers for the longest time because yeah. i like yeah i just started it wasn't until last year around like august that i was just starting to post I started expanding just be like, oh let's post some me stuff like lifting here and there and then my friend got me into like posing and stuff because he was just posing he was the only one posing in this commercial gym and I was like oh this is cool I'll do it too he's finding the right landing <laughs> yeah. and I was like all right my views were getting like I mean my views were like thousand two thousand views at the time right but it was like hitting some sort of algorithm and then all of a sudden I posted with my hair down and it just like actually the first one that the first million view video was just like I just copied like some sort of trend where just like sad boy stuff and anime and like put that together with me deadlifting and I'm like I, my, I had a hoodie on so you couldn't see anything and that got a million views and I was like oh this is awesome. The anime community is out there; they're large, <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> and they'll sure. find you. <laughs> uh huh. That's why uh, with the hair, everyone they say I look like all these anime characters, so I have to start doing more cosplays and stuff because I look like people like, from, yeah. like Naruto, a guy named Mara, and like. A gone or gone, whoever I pronounce it, it's from Hunter Hunter. That's like the main one everyone thinks is the hair. It's just when I wear the crop top, I'm copying that one anime. Oh. Girl.
0: Okay, I don't know anything about anime yeah. other than Naruto <laughs> is an anime show. That's yeah, yeah. all I know.
1: But yeah, and then my hair was down for one video. And it got like 40 million views. Yeah. Crazy. And then I was like, realized, like, all right, maybe that's like the niche. So I just got to mm-hmm. continue with that. And then that video just kept being reposted by everyone. Like like some, like big big Instagram we posted it too and that just kicked me off gave me a good 5,000 followers and then from there just blew up to like uh, to just whatever because I kept posting with the hair down I just kept spamming posts like three posts a day even using all these trending videos like trending audios just to like like all right maybe this is just gonna be for fun but I'm still gonna just start posting because like it seems like people are liking this for some reason I don't know (laughs) but then Uh, yeah
0: for those for I guess for those who don't know you or haven't followed you before which is probably I don't know. I mean, you have a lot of followers. So actually, I don't know. Greg's hair is what is it down to your knees? Is it past your knees?
1: It is past my knees. The actual measurement. I have this right here. Please. Do you want me to actually do it right now? Yes. My room might be a little messy behind me, but I don't care. That's okay. Mine is too behind me.
0: Yeah, you. I I have always had like super long, straight, thick Asian hair and your hair puts my hair to shame.
1: So, I'm going to measure it probably right now. You okay. can guess, but it's, it's it. definitely it. long as heck. I'm very interested to see this. So, there's I an mean, extent tall. There's the bottom of the hair right there. Yep. Right to the center of my head. Yep. 51. 51 S- inches.
0: 51 inches.
1: For 129 centimeters. And then Ooh. that dropped, that is four foot three. My hair is four <laughs> foot three. <drapes. laughs>
0: Your hair, your hair's less than a foot shorter than me.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. five foot two and a half. <laughs> and I'm going to answer the other questions here because I get these all the time. Um, I've been drawing this hair since December of 2013. It was shaved December wow. of 2013. Let me fix this. It's like all over the place now. December of 2013 it was shaved. That is, I grew it out ever since. I was like, hell, I'm a surfer. I'm going to grow my hair as a surfer I am. And yeah, it just blew up.
0: That was the next question that I was going to ask, so thank you for that. Um, was it like a bad haircut experience that you were like, "Why did I?" No, I just my I was head, actually, or you
1: were just like, "I'm I done." Like, with it. I was done with like high school sports. So I was like, "Why not? Let's grow the hair." <laughs>
0: okay, I had I had hair down to like my butt in high school because when I was in eighth grade, my hairdresser chopped it just a little bit too short, and I lost <laughs> it and was yeah, like yeah. ever cutting it again <laughs> oh. how do you work out with that what do you do tie it up in a bun
1: like a little tie loose it bun. in a bun but like it's just like yeah some sort of loose bun but like sometimes i'll keep it down for like videos and stuff or just right. like if it gets annoying but like depends on the workout
0: okay
1: i don't well, leave it down too often but is your hair thick it looks like I don't, it looks probably thick but it's actually thin Oh, I, okay. I, I I never took care of it until recently okay so it, it's kind of thing because like but now like i take care of it a lot so i don't really lose hair anymore
0: okay i asked because it looks like now correct me if i'm wrong because people get me wrong all the time but it looks like you have some sort of
1: asian in you i am yeah filipino which is technically full 100 asian right
0: um and i have like the really thick typical like asian hair
1: yeah
0: so I was I was curious to see if yours was like that because I can't get my hair into a bun with just one ponytail with how thick my hair is. I can't imagine you trying to loop yours around. <laughs> Let's do it right
1: now. Let's do it right now. I'm okay. over here.
0: Uh, I'm definitely going to use the videos for this. Like this
1: Maybe is my friend Tara. My friend Tara taught me this. I've been tying it ever since like this, but like I get yelled at by like my viewers all the time that like this is the worst way to tie my hair. Why? I don't know. Still loose bun. This is how yeah. I've been wearing my hair for ever since I've been growing it.
0: Oh my god, it's kind of giving um, Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see that's how my that's how my cousin taught me because I have not been tying my hair in a bun like that because it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. so she's really good at like the messy bun so i asked her how like can you show me and she's like yeah yeah so i try and do it i'm like i'm not getting it and then she was like let me do it so she grabs my hair and she was like oh yeah you're i guess because your hair is like thinner yeah you can still like wrap it around like that but mine like i'll i break the freaking elastic it just doesn't stay it doesn't I mean, I stay been in using there.
1: these the scrunchies those are good for your hair uh-huh
0: yeah. So you said you were not taking care of your
1: hair until No, recently. like I not until like recently, recently because like okay, I was like losing a lot of hair in the shower, and I just like it would just be very not at all time like surfing, like like yeah, surfing like the ocean, you know, like the salt water. Oh is yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So what do you do now? What's give me give me the hair care routine?
1: Okay, no one, everyone always wants the hair care routine, but like I never really had one. Because well,
0: like, your hair looks very shiny, and it's okay. doesn't look dead.
1: uh No, it, it, I try to take care of it enough now. Before, I just never did anything to it. But like, all right, so I usually i I used to like wash my hair like three times to four times a week, and I was like a lot. I heard that was like so much. I was like, all right, yeah. I limit it to like once a week now. Sometimes twice. Mm-hmm. If I surf, I always wash it afterwards, so mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll um. Started using a hair mask actually. That's helping. I got it through TikTok. I do
0: have one too. Yeah.
1: Um, but before I would just use any sort of shampoo and conditioner, and it would still look like this. I could I could put dish soap in my hair; it would look like this. Um, but um, I use Pantene Five in One, and everyone's like, "What's the Five in One?" Like, I don't know. It just says Five in One. I just it's in there's a the big thing in Costco. You walk in, you see it. It's well, see, great.
0: boys love the three in one, five, yeah, four in one, five in
1: one. The Pantene Five in One does wonders for me. I mean, I would, my followers also say it's like, oh, there's silicone in it. It's bad for you. It's like, yeah, it works for me. It smells good. And yeah. then I'll just use conditioner. Any conditioner too. It's like there's it like a it's a pair. It's like panty five one shampoo, panty right. five one. So I don't really don't know what it is, but it it, it makes the hair look nice and soft. But yeah. I've been using um, a hair mask recently, every once, like every once in a while. And it does pretty good. It's somewhere, it's just it's any other hair mask, honestly. Yeah. It's all the same. It's just a deep conditioner. And then I've been I've been like trying to like look up better remedies for hair, and I learned that you should be like using a light oil on your ends, mids to ends, like every day. So I've been I've been trying out like the, what's it called, the Olaplex. Okay, that's been doing pretty well on my the ends of my hair.
0: Oh, very. So, right. Is so that awesome. to prevent like dead ends in the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I don't, I don't do much.
0: A note. A note on the Pantene thing. I grew up always using Pantene because. My mom, my mom would get the big things at, like, Sam's Club or Costco, and I didn't pay for my shampoo, and it smelled good, and my hair was clean, so what was the big deal? And then, yeah, I started hearing, probably when I was in college, like, yeah, definitely when I was in college, like, way too late in life, like, people were like, oh, Pantene's so bad for your hair, blah, 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 but... I'd always, I've never dyed my hair or anything. And I would always get asked, like, what do you do for your hair? Would like, how's your hair so healthy? What do you use? And I'm like the Pantene from, from. Costa. Yeah, you
1: told this. You're like, what? That's terrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> the only reason, the only reason why I don't use it now is because a, a uh, company sent me this like apple cider vinegar, like organic shampoo mm-hmm. and that stuff smells fantastic. And I, and I got a ton of it. So I'm using that instead.
1: Yeah, honestly, anything works for hair like ours. We have, I'll say, Asian hair is like good, very good. It's Genetics, sort really. Of.
0: It is. I know. I, I was blessed, uh, blessed to get that. My mom has super curly, super short hair, so I'm glad that mine is. Mine's a little mess
1: right now, but yeah, my like I, she's like at mine up. You can see the like, little lines there, but I don't know. I try to brush it like every day.
0: Yeah, same. Um, but I see, I see a lot of your videos online online on instagram of course yeah <laughs> online sure uh and i wanted to bring this up because you do a really good job at at taking the heat that people give you and people i mean i get nasty comments all the time whatever but people are constantly like yeah. is, that a, is that a boy or a girl and i'm like <laughs> like it's like re- it's happened so many times that i'm like how many times does this need to be like
1: like a dress, Like I'm literally with my a shirt off. I'm, I'm like his Instagram.
0: shirt is off, and his profile says Greg. <laughs> is a boy. So, w- does that stuff like? Do you find that it it bothers you like underneath, or do you just see that and like post the video because you know that you're gonna get like views off of it, or just make I'm it numb more to
1: it. I honestly bait it sometimes with like the funny like content with the cross. I top. see.
0: I see that you kind of do, and I'm like, I respect that because it pisses off these people <laughs> that are just like pathetic forgetting like the comments stranger.
1: i get are even more you I know mean, there's like my dms that i get are sometimes even worse there's like oh you blah 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 saying all these like bad words like calling me like gay and stuff and like that's so, like, the same deal it's like you know like the other con i use i use that those hate comments and like I reply to them and use them for content just because it's funny and also i get to expose them yeah. like the one the recent one where it's like oh they called me gay so then i just use and then i just like showed their comment and showed their instagram and then that stuff blew up I've
0: seen some of those videos from you and they crack me up. And I'm like, you know, I I don't make a habit of like making fun of people or something. But if you're going to come after me right
1: now, actually, let's see. Um, Like the most recent one was like this one. This one blew up. You see, he's calling me gay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then expose them. That's so. People love Uh... that stuff.
0: I can't I I love that you're calling these people out too because it's also like it's 2023 are we still like making fun of people for like is like are we still (laughs) using your gay as an insult like I just don't
1: I try but yeah the the comments or any hate never gets to me I'm more touched by people that actually say they inspire them like yeah I always never viewed myself as someone that would be very inspiring or an influencer if you will (laughs) Like I see the the t- the number, like 28,000 followers. I was like, honestly, why are you guys following me? Like I but then again it feels really good. I was like oh I'm glad I'm inspiring people. Yeah. I think we're ha- getting hated on more, but it doesn't really matter. And I really I'm numb to like all the hate. Even in person. Someone says something to me, I'll just brush it off funny about it.
0: Yeah. For me, I'm like, you know, if you want to leave a nasty comment, you're boosting my engagement. So thank you. But I I think that a lot of people probably <laughs> follow you. One, because they're definitely intrigued by the hair and you pull like an insane amount Mm -hmm. of weight and that's also fun to watch but you handle the hate so well that I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't handle it that well that follow you to look at your stuff and be like damn this guy's got a good way of approaching this
1: he's confident oh yeah I do get dms like that you got you so much hate I don't get it but you're so awesome blah 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 I was like oh thank you so much I love that. I actually do read all my DMs. You do read all your DMs, or don't? But it's yeah, it's 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 weird. I'll go through them every day because, like, just in case for like any sort of, like people want to like collaborate or like do yeah, it, stuff. Yeah, I like do that, that too. And, like a lot of it is hate stuff, or a lot of it is like boy or girl. Are you? Boy or girl? <laughs> so yeah, there's that. <laughs> that comment. <laughs> but, yeah, there's like me a up. lot of nice ones too that I get. I like... <laughs> the
0: The boy, the boy and girl comment just cracks me up. When it's a video of you with your shirt off,
1: I, I use it all the time now. I'm always like boy or girl, boy or girl. I, it's like I love. It's like a thing now for me. My I friends love- say it all the time too in the gym.
0: I love it. It's it's honestly hysterical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see the people who are sitting behind their phone. Gym. But I do have
1: like androgynous people. You what? Yeah, like I'm sure, like I'm sure, like Instagram won't allow me if I were a girl to show. My oh chest. yeah, no, no, no,
0: God, no! You'd be taken off immediately. <laughs> yeah, they would not allow that. Um so, you yeah. Do you think that the hair is going to be something you? Is there going to be a point where you're like, if it hits the ground, that you're like, okay, maybe we got to.
1: I don't think it'll ever reach that point, but then everyone, no. after, people I never see longer it was like oh dude really like i don't see it right. but i do want to trim the last trim i had was last year in june okay um i was on a surf trip or just a trip next we were in san diego and after, uh, a session i was like oh i gotta cut this hair it got caught i like it caught i got caught on my surfboard and they just held me down so we chopped off like less than a foot it was like probably like nine that's ten it. inches of hair but okay. it's nothing because now you know it's what longer.
0: that's <laughs> good for it though because it cuts off the dead parts and then it can keep growing and be healthy after that um, I do want to ask yeah. you a little bit about your surfing because that's something that I learned to do earlier this year. And I'm trying to get more into it because it's super, super fun. Um, so how did you get into that? Like, when did that start for you?
1: My brother. Honestly, my brother kind of got me into everything. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he started surfing. And I was like, oh, I want to try it out. And then my I knew my one friend. He, he was a really good surfer. And I was like, yo, let's go surfing, let's go surfing. And then I finally got bored. I just went out every day, no matter what. And it just from there on out. And I just, just grew up on surfing. That's all I ever did. That and skate. I grew up on a skateboard. So like right. once I hopped on the surfing it was too wasn't too hard. Right. Anyone so, can surf, really, honestly. Um and the then coolest... yeah, just, you know, gonna... oh, sorry, I cut you off for a second. No, it's just like surfing like one of like my favorite hobbies to do. Like no matter what, it's always like something that'll make me very happy when I do yeah. it. Even like a stressful day. If I catch a wave, I'm happy.
0: It's it's so fun. I I definitely need to get better at, uh, making it part of my routine. Where's the coolest place that you've surfed?
1: And honestly, never been out of the country. So I guess okay. the coolest place is just California.
0: Okay. And like San Diego and, um,
1: yeah, I'd say so. I've been in Newport as well.
0: Okay.
1: Huntington beach. Huntington beach is cool. Cause like, that's just a big surf town, but like, I guess, yeah. San, I was in San Diego. I was right in over at La Jolla that that, yep. that place. I
0: knew you were gonna say La Jolla. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it was just like Tourmaline Surf Park, which is cool as heck. Everyone just everyone just surfing vibe everyone's so chill. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, that was good. Like i try to go, I'm probably gonna go back this winter, just for like a week.
0: Yeah, it's surf. the vibe is so great out there. I learned in Santa Monica and I'm mm-hmm. glad that I learned over there because correct me if I'm wrong, because you would know. Um I heard that the waves are just a little bit rougher out there and a little it's like a little bit harder to learn because they kind of like double break yeah whereas like in jersey you know you just you just get one in there they're a little bit calmer on on a normal day
1: it depends on like the set it depends on like the swell you get or in this like it depends on like how the storms like break or whatever the heck it's like there's like terms for it but it's like yeah like new jersey we don't get as much weight it just depends it really just depends on the place the type of like storm that went by they call it swells. Right, right. Yeah, but like it can be rougher out there. It can be easier. New Jersey's technical technically, like are technically smaller, but we do have good days as well.
0: Yeah, I grew up. Um, i I grew up going to Manasquan Beach, so a lot of my friends in high school would surf and stuff. Technically, like Manasquan's the
1: easiest way like wave to surf in New Jersey. Is it really? I would say so. That's perfect
0: because my plan for next summer is to be on a board out there and i'm still very much a beginner so that's good
1: to hear yeah, I'm, I'm not ready
0: to do anything anything like
1: intermediate. i would say the it just it's a lot more mellow like okay. a break like that versus like other breaks like if you go down south more, sometimes it'll be a little faster if you will
0: okay yeah. uh, that's what i was gonna ask like what what is the most challenging beach
1: like, I can't say because like I'm sure like everyone's gonna watch this and I don't want to throw up the local spots, but like challenging beaches anywhere south, I would say okay, right? Anywhere that's not Manasquan, like south of New Jersey, oh, it's, our South Jersey is like pretty tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, plus, okay. I, my anyone any of my friends who are serving will flame me and like destroy like and just like uh, roast me for it. <laughs> exposing spots. That's
0: okay. Yeah, you don't you don't need to give away your little.
1: That's surfing seems cool on the outside, but there's definitely a lot of like angry people in surfing as well really yeah like it's like there's there's etiquette and stuff
0: okay what is some of that etiquette like besides blowing up people's spots like is it like a so
1: like if you go to like a a surf break and you're not really local or you're a beginner Mm -hmm. and you there's like waves coming like i'll show you right now let's let's pull up a wave that i have okay if there's like if there's an example i have in pictures of someone me and my friend surfing Not really. We're like, oh, here's me and my friend. We're we're this is fun. This is gonna be fun, but like we're both on this wave here. Mm -hmm. And it's let's play the video. And I'm closer to the what they call the curl. So we're all the same way. Technically, he's cutting me, he he's cutting me off. And I have the right of way. So I get that wave and he should pull off. Say if this is a beginner and I didn't know this guy, and and it would be like, oh, he just cut me off. He snaked me. He just stole my wave. Okay. And I personally won't care. I'll just be like, oh, dude, watch out. Or be like, because like, when it, it comes to bigger waves, it gets dangerous and you can get hurt. Right. And this is where like the angry locals, we call them aggro, aggravated, you know? Yeah. They'll they'll yell at you. They'll like, they'll like, they be like, oh, let's go to the parking lot, blah, blah, blah. People will fight. <gasps> Jeez. It's I know. There's a dark side of surfing and that's what it is. Do you think that's like
0: a Jersey thing or like
1: all over, no matter where you go, Hawaii is probably the worst.
0: (laughs) You know what? That actually, that actually checks out. So when I, here's like a kind of crazy story. When I learned how to surf, I had this instructor who, um, he was so typical, like SoCal surfer guy. Didn't have an iPhone, had a flip phone, like was just, so happy to be in the water all time and he had got done teaching like a beginner group i don't think it was like or no it was like a kid's group or whatever learning how to surf whatever and then he has all the kids put their phones in his bag and they learn and like lock them up in the truck so they don't get stolen while they're in the water on the beach and i guess one kid didn't take his phone so he went home didn't realize like he had it or whatever and then he found it and was like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm going to bring this back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He goes outside later to go back in his truck. And there's the kids like friends or or I don't know where he found these people with guns in front yes. of this guy's house being like, you stole our fucking phone, blah, 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 blah. is not that-
1: yeah, really aggressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This guy was like, "Oh my god! Like, I have no use for this. I have a flip phone." <laughs> yeah,
1: it's an accent.
0: Yeah, that's what you're. That's what you saying just reminded me of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, usually Hawaii is the is pretty like they're localized and they will respect the water type deal. And then some people don't do that; they're gonna get pretty aggressive. They have something they like call the dehui or they're just like, like those videos of feel just breaking the boards of like the anyone like that who just gets in the way. It's You'll see it a lot in like if anyone's watched like this is a movie called Lords of Dogtown. It's about some kids over in Venice who kind of paved the way for the hardcore skating today. And they, they show clips of like localism and like what they do. Or this is back in the seventies. This is when it was like hardcore that like they would like destroy their car if you're out in their lineup because it's their lineup. It's a locals only type deal. That's why you hear the locals only stuff. It's from surfing.
0: Wow. Maybe I should watch that because I spend a lot of time in Phoenix. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I had one more question to ask you just because I'm curious and I talk a lot about on my podcast, like, you know, me being a regular 24 year old girl and I go to work and whatnot. Do you, since this, your social media only blew up like a year ago, do you work full time?
1: So I worked at um, the Sabachi place for the longest time and because it was like, it was basically a family friend business and then I was going to school, but then kind of had that stop for a little bit Uh because the social media was going up and now like everything's kind of set in stone. I'm making like decent amount. Okay. And yeah, I I just, for now I just stopped. They'll take me back whenever, but I was like, oh, I'll put on hold because like I stopped because like I'm making good money on like all my sponsors and and like TikTok's been paying a lot. So I've been doing a lot yeah. of. Oh,
0: yeah. They I've do been- pay
1: a lot. TikTok. TikTok shop is like the new thing and it's been blowing up. And I've been just like trying out these products with hair because like everyone wants to know what I use. So I've been using the TikTok shop to get free products, test it out. And if I like it, I'll give a good review and people will buy the products and I'll get a good sale on it and they'll buy it directly from the video they saw. Okay. So That's I mean, good yeah, TikTok lives have been crazy because. Uh, Yeah, I'll go on TikTok Live, for example, and I could make like a hundred bucks in a day just from the gifts I get, Mm -hmm. and then I'll make like another hundred dollars in sales to two hundred dollars in sales or commission even from the product I promote through TikTok Live as well.
0: That is a good. But I get
1: all everything from social media. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And now, like recently, I've been picked up by this new supplement company, and they're already sending me to Olympia just to like hang out, fun vlogs and stuff
0: that's cool because
1: i was actually at the arnold in march yes. and i only had 80k followers at the time and it was crazy i was like still signing autographs Like i I gotta practice it because it was ugly what? as heck I'm and for the day
0: somebody asks me for an off <laughs> yeah,
1: i wouldn't i was not gonna i wasn't expecting anything from the Arnold. oh yeah no was, i'm oh sure you're not because like, like yeah i'll get recognized in my local gym but that i never expected it to be like that but i guess since
0: You are very recognizable, though, because you have 60 or 51 inches of hair. Like, like, I feel like when you come into like a room, people are like, and people follow you. They're like, oh, that's, that's
1: great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I literally, the other day I walked in and this kid was like, yo, dude, I follow you. He's like, yeah, I send you my, my, my stuff. Or I, he says, like, I send like my friends, like videos, like, I mean, I'm sorry. I can't even speak. (laughs) I send you my friends videos all the time, blah, blah, or something like that. and. And he was like, "Oh, can I take a picture?" He was like, "Oh, you be like, oh, Hell I just yeah. met my gym crush." And I was like, "Yeah, that's perfect. That's funny as heck." <laughs> that is
0: that's actually really funny.
1: Yeah, like so if if you saw my story, it was like, "Oh, I just met my gym crush." And it was me. I'm the tech, of looking <laughs> the boy or the girl, you know. That so, is I you know, love that, yeah, you now that, at, do that. Now I'm at 260,000 followers, so we're going to see how it's going to go when I go to Libya. Sure. I know. So, Pretty my cool. final my final cool. question, question
0: for you. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't had, I think I maybe had one person on that was in the food service industry. So before when you were still working, how did you, what, like, what did your schedule look like in terms of fitting the gym in on a day that you had a shift at the hibachi place? Because I have a lot of clients or get a lot of um, DMs saying like, oh, like. I, I, it's so hard for me to get to the gym, like, because I, I work as a server or like, and yeah. I'm on my feet all the time and whatever. So
1: yeah. Like, um, I worked two jobs actually at that time. I, I was, uh, I opened the gym Jersey strong. And then later in the day I would, I would work at eco Hibachi place. Okay. I would just be like a host or just, I would, I would help out with, I would do takeout stuff too, as well. And I would just, I would always just find a way to fit the gym into my schedule no matter what. Cause it was like, it was something I needed to do. It was like, if, it's like, I had to do it. So like it would be, I would always lift in the, since I opened the gym, I'd be done by like eight right. or nine o'clock. And then that was always, already convenient for me. I'm already there. So I just left. Right. And then I would go in and then I go in at the, the restaurant later, like four to close. So I would always find a little window to get a lift in, even if it's like an hour.
0: See, I like that. I like that answer. Cause I were like, when I was in college, you know, I was taking 15 mm-hmm. credits. I had a personal training job, I had an internship, whatever. So when people come to me and are like, I don't, I don't have the time. When I like, I I picked up an extra shift. I'm like, I want to hear it.
1: Yeah, I've seen my, it be my, done. My father used to just like burn into me, just like have a schedule. You could break down your day, and you could always find time because it's twenty-four. That's really hours. it. That's you sleep hours. six to seven hours in a day. Yeah, and you still have well, like fifteen hours, or not, not fifteen hours. Uh, yeah, fifteen hours to, yeah. to do whatever else. So just make room, yeah. schedule. And then just like, so yeah, I would break it down. And then my, and then, yeah, my dad just pushed me into just like, always have time for things or just like always make time. You could always make time for things.
0: That's what I always say when people are like, how do you do it? My answer is like, this might seem stupid, but I just make a schedule for my day, mm-hmm. you know? And like, you're like, when I first started working full time, I had to write it down and be like, okay, this is the time that we're going to go to the gym. Like, it'll take you this long. And then when you get home, like you could do this after like blah, 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 X, Y, Z. But if you just write it down, you, you will see how feasible it is. Even if, yeah, even if it's an hour, you know, or a half hour workout.
1: Like, yeah, like at one point, like everyone always, everyone in the gym always has a time where they have to go at 5 a.m. Like I would go before my 8 a.m.s, and I would just go at 5 a.m. Even if I hated it, it's the only time I had in the day. So I would actually force myself to get up at 4.30 to go to the gym. And you'll always feel better after you get it done, knowing that you did that for yourself. And also just
0: like the dopamine <laughs> after lifting weights.
1: Yeah. It feels great. Like I'll get withdrawals if I don't go to the gym.
0: <laughs> Same. I st- I need that time, especially I go after work and I'm like, I love it because like everything built up from the workday. I'm like, I could take this and be alone with my headphones in for an hour and a half and just slam things. Yeah. 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 Really <laughs> Oh, well, thanks for joining me. Do you want to tell everyone before you go where they can follow you on Instagram and TikTok and anything else if you have anything else?
1: Yeah, just Instagram and TikTok. I am GbatFit. When you see the
0: hair, you know it's him.
1: Yeah, it's me. I'm the hair guy, the boy or girl. And then Instagram is just my name. I mean, TikTok is just my name. But you'll type in GbatFit. You'll still find me. You got to fit yeah. on all my platforms. you're but not really
0: looking just- at hair, you're not looking at the right GBAT. You got code <laughs> yeah. hair you know. for
1: everything I'm using. And oh, yeah, Gymshark did reach out to me just um, a couple of days ago, too. That's pretty big.
0: That is awesome. That is very, very Wait big for big. the
1: answer. I've actually did a follow up because like, they haven't answered in, in, in like four oh, days. And I'm like, oh, please, please, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: There, no, yeah, that's not one you want to let slip out of your hands.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. This is like my first ever podcast or something.
0: Well, you did fantastic. It's easy, you know. You just people get yeah, nervous. Well, yeah,
1: I go live every night and like, and it's always like to two thousand people. Like,
0: all right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. If you are on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and give a thumbs up. If you are not on YouTube, make sure you do that. Please give this a podcast a little rating and a review if you have two minutes. To spare, um, and don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. You can find me on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at list with Liz. That's pretty much it. You can also find me on Pinterest, but only if you find my username. And I do still have my Austin Mahord, Mahone Mahord, Hello, Mahone board up from the year 2014. So don't judge me. Okay. And I hope that none of you guys sit in chocolate this week because it's very unfortunate. God if that happened at work, I would die. I would go home. I If I sat on chocolate at work and I stood up and there was brown on my ass, I'd go home. I would I would straight I'm not even joking I would text my boss and be like I have brown all over my ass. I got I can't be here. And I think she would say it's okay. Anyway, I hope you guys have a fabulous, happy, and healthy week and I will talk to you next Monday.